everyone. Welcome to our Q&A series. Today's question is in regards to dealing with dealing with the effects of meditation practice. Specifically the unexpected, undesired, unpleasant effects of meditation. So the, the questioner was asking about dealing with people um, when they feel unable to communicate with them after meditating, they feel strong states of concentration after meditating and uh, overwhelming physical sensations and how do you deal with those experiences and uh, stop them from getting in the way of dealing with other people. So the first thing, of course, to mention is what to talk about is the fact that there are as many types of meditation as there are mind states. And so when you ask a question about meditation, the answer is going to be often highly dependent on the sort of meditation that you're practicing. There are types of meditation that will uh, and do lead people to go insane. Uh, usually, usually just temporarily, but it does happen. You know, meditation means training your mind. You can train your mind in ways that wind you too tight and drive you crazy. Most meditation doesn't, but a lot of meditation does lead to um, overwhelming states and inhibiting states, states that get in the way of uh, living your life in any ordinary way. So the first thing to check is is your meditation practice itself. If you're having difficulty, like sounds like fairly extreme difficulty dealing with people after you meditate, not just feeling awkward or, or like you want to be alone, but actually physically unable to communicate, feeling that your brain is uh, on fire or, or so on. Too much concentration is a very common one. Uh, you want to check your so you want to check your technique what technique are you practicing uh, check the posture are you just doing sitting meditation or are you doing walking as well because walking can help to break up some of those overly strong states of concentration and um, also importantly, you want to uh, check your, your, your progress and your direction in that meditation. The easiest way to do this, of course, is with the teacher. 
you have a teacher and it it allows you to um, to let go of some of the doubt and fear in favor of the sort of psychological reassurance of someone who knows what they're doing and knows what you're doing. You know, we don't know what we're doing. Someone else who's a teacher often does know what we're doing and, and can help us. Um, but it also, it also allows us to give up control uh, in terms of controlling our, the direction of our practice. Right? Because self-directed practice uh, is often like trying to perform surgery on yourself, for example. Not, let's say self-therapy, for example. It is a sort of self-therapy, right? It's like trying to see your, trying to see yourself without a mirror. Because we're biased, because we're too close to the situation, it's our situation. Uh, we often, with self-directed practice, we miss things. We're, we're not objective, right? So a teacher giving control to the teacher, and then by control I just mean, what am I going to do today? How am I going to react to this? What, am I, you know, what is the direction? What is the instruction? Having it come from someone else, especially someone who knows what they're doing, um, you know, it, it makes it much more objective and much less likely to lead to problematic states of mind. So all those things, I would say, probably address this person's concerns. Um, I would recommend taking a meditation course. You know, we do online meditation courses kind of for this reason, because there's a lot of people who don't, who, who follow uh, my videos and, and don't come to do meditation courses. So we do an online course where they can at least get some direction and get some idea of a proper way to practice that doesn't have the potential to lead to extreme states. But the other thing about meditation, and I don't think it really uh, is involved with the, this particular question, but it's important to note, is that I can't say that mindfulness meditation when practiced properly doesn't interfere with your life. I think the conditions described by the person posing this question uh, have a lot to do with how they were practicing and can be fixed. And I don't think mindfulness meditation has drastic, should have drastic impact on, on your interactions with other people. But that being said, it does change a lot of things. If you practice properly, it changes a lot of things about your life. You know, the first one being ethics and morality. Uh, maybe the people you're surrounding yourself with are, are quite out of touch with the pure state of mind that comes from meditation. And so when you interact with them, it can be quite distressing for both of you, really. Why are you a zombie? Why are you no longer exciting and entertaining and interested in drugs and alcohol and, and partying and music and sex and so on? Distressing for both sides. When you stop killing and stealing and lying and cheating and taking drugs and alcohol, when you let go of entertainment, reduce your entertainment and beautification uh, and, and sexual and romantic desire hard to get along with 
the majority of the people in the world. So you do find yourself becoming more reclusive. Life does change as a result of meditation. And so this person says, well, I don't want to go and live in a cave. Well, living in a cave would be great, you know, if you could, <laughs> if you really, um, barring all the problems that come from practicing alone, living in seclusion is a great thing and it's not something to be disregarded. When you complain about the trouble interacting with other people, you have to keep that in mind that meditation is not going to allow you to live your life as normal. It's going to change many things about your life. You don't the, the the upside is is that what we claim to believe it or not as you like is that the changes are natural and are for are based on the purity of mind that comes from meditation and I don't want to sound like a cult leader or that, that, that you have to give up all your old friends and, and become part of this meditation cult. But anything that changes your mind is going to change your environment as well. It's going to change the people you want to hang out with. So any type of meditation is going to do that. Any type of, of mental, uh, mental cultivation is going to do that no matter what form it takes. You know, if you decide to become a business person and you're going to change the people you hang out with, you're probably not going to hang around Buddhist meditators very much. And, or you won't hang out with people who are anti-capitalists, for example, if you're a business person. So if you hang out, if you become a meditator, uh, being around people who are not meditating is, there's going to be some dissonance. Some of them you'll be able to interact with, some of them not. So two sides to this problem, I would say. It's quite simply laid out in that way. First, there's the meditation side changing your meditation, um, changing the meditation technique you do. Sometimes maybe you're just doing a meditation technique that that is um, simply forcing the mind into high states of concentration. I mean, sometimes that can be profitable uh, if done properly. But it's also the kind of meditation that should be done in seclusion, um, in a cave or a forest or a mountain or something because it doesn't uh, translate well to dealing with people. On the other hand, mindfulness as a meditation practice does translate fairly well with dealing with people. And it takes, it takes uh, skill and training. But when you feel high states of concentration, you would note them. When you feel sweating, I think this person mentioned, and, and something else hard to breathe or I can't remember, you would note all these sensations. It, it, when done properly, when done well, it doesn't need to get in, in the way of your daily life. Um, but also, even once you've chosen a proper meditation technique, uh, it has to be done properly. And so you often need guidance. Um, you know, you need to keep ethical precepts. If you're not, your meditation is going to get all mixed, all messed up. Um, so that's on the meditation side. And on the other side, 
recognizing that uh, your interactions with people are going to change, most likely. Over time, you're going to be less interested and less interesting. So people are going to be less interested in you because you're no longer the person... Uh, I mean, sometimes it's just the, the stress of change. Some good people will be still very shocked by the change and sometimes distressed by the fact that you've changed until they realize that, or admit, hopefully, that the change is for the better. And if they can't, well, then you have to ask yourself, is that because of them or because of me? Maybe I'm not changing for the better. And if you're not, well, you shouldn't continue doing that. I mean, this shouldn't be something that you put belief in and, you, and people start seeing you as some kind of cult member. It should be something that you can see the benefit in and hopefully eventually are able to show other people the benefit. You know, what does it do? Does it make you a better person? Does it make you happier, more peaceful? Or does it turn you into a mindless zombie? You know, to some extent, it's going to be perceived as both, because people who are deeply invested in entertainment and, and excitement and sensual pleasure, basically, they're not going to be entertained by you anymore. They're not going to be interested in you anymore. You don't uh, light their fire anymore. Uh, not, and, but on the other hand, uh, you'll become more. You should be. You should be able to be more to people, and you'll meet and and uh, your your bonds with people who are headed in positive directions will increase. You'll be better able to relate to good people. You'll be more uh, more pleasing and, and, and more more of a positive for people who are, are on a good path. If you can understand what is a good path, you know. Depends on your understanding. Right? For some people, meditation and, and mindfulness are, are are not so interesting, and so they're going to find it hard to relate to. And you just have to find those people who are uh, who, who who have an understanding similar to yours that peace is good and, and contentment is good, and quiet can be quite beneficial for understanding oneself and finding the truth from life. So, um, short, I would say find a teacher, um, reassess your meditation practice, do some walking meditation, often a good cure to those sorts of states. Uh, and don't worry too much about what other people think. Don't worry too much about fitting in with society because the Buddha said the world is blind. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to please everyone. The meditator is not going to suddenly make you make you appealing to everyone. So, that's the answer for today. Have a good day, everyone.